Welcome to the Wealthy Generation Podcast. I am your host, Naomi Jerez, your Bronx-raised Dominicana, wife, mother of two, new BFF, and food and holistic health coach. I went from living a surface-level healthy life to learning firsthand how to live my best life rooted in wellness and get my sass back. Whether you're a wellness enthusiast, a food lover, or simply curious about creating a healthier, more vibrant life, this podcast is your guide. We're going to dive deep into topics that will inspire you to make positive changes and elevate not only your well-being, but those of generations before and after you. Stay tuned for exciting conversations, expert interviews, and a whole lot of inspiration that will lead to action. Welcome to the Wealthy, W-E-L-L-T-H-Y, Generation Podcast with me, your host, Naomi Jerez. Hola, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of Wealthy Generation Podcast podcast. That's W-E-L-L-T-H-Y. And if you are in the U.S., today is Thanksgiving, at least the day this podcast launches, (laughs) drops, it is Thanksgiving. Now, we can go into the controversy of Thanksgiving and what it means and what it doesn't mean. I totally get that, but today we're just going to cover food because it is one of the biggest days of cooking and eating aside from, I believe, is Super Bowl Sunday. So obviously, I am a food and holistic health coach, and this is why we're here. So I want to leave you with some quick tips for today so that if you are going to be with family or where there are large amounts of food, to I want to leave you with some tips to feel good throughout the day and like to debunk some of these I don't know, like sayings that I hear people say, I'm like, uh, uh, like, I I don't see how that's helpful, but you do you boo. Okay. So I have eight tips for you that I'm going to go through. The first one is to have breakfast. I know something that I hear all the time is I'm not going to eat so I can eat more (laughs) when all the food is ready, right? That is the first thing I hear. So let's start off with the very, very morning. Hopefully you're listening to this early in the morning as it drops at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I would love for you to have breakfast. It The breakfast, breakfast, a high protein breakfast will do you so well. It will help you balance out your blood sugar early in the day. It would help you balance out your cortisol. It will help you feel satiated and stable. This is super important, not just for your blood sugar and your cortisol, but in addition, a day like today can be stressful for most people because you are going to be with family. And sometimes that's a great thing. And sometimes that's a triggering thing right? So 
Because your blood sugar will be more stable and you'll feel satiated, you are meeting one of your basic needs, which means that your mood is going to be a lot more stable too. You don't want to get to where you're going or people coming over to your place and you're hangry, especially if you are already dealing with some blood sugar issues. So we want to keep ourselves as stable and as grounded as possible. And part of that is through food. So go ahead and have your lemon water this morning. Have your lemon water tomorrow if you're feeling super heavy and bloated. But hopefully if you're following these tips, you're not. So have your lemon water. Have a protein-heavy breakfast. And this way you will be able to remain stable until your dinner. I mean, I'm, I assume I'm talking to like Hispanic people here, people of color, and you know, we'd be starting dinner mad late. Okay. So you probably can fit in a breakfast and a lunch. Okay. And maybe being stereotypical here, but I'm just stating the facts. If your family does it around lunchtime, you probably only need breakfast. But if your family is one of those that's starting dinner at 9 p.m., that you best to get yourself some lunch as well. Okay. And by high protein, I mean at least 20 to 30 grams of protein in the morning. So that's not two eggs. That's at least three eggs. Okay. Accompanied with something else. Maybe you're dicing some chicken sausages in there, some ham or whatever floats your boat, or you have some almond flour tortillas that has about six grams for two. Like do your math, look at the labels, see how much protein you're getting. Don't skip this part. Okay. The next thing I will recommend for you to do, so this is tip number two, is get in a workout. Now, if this is going to be day number one working out for you, then maybe not. But (laughs) if you've been exercising on the regular, I would highly recommend for you to get a more, more specifically, a strength workout in. Now, why is that? Because this is going to really activate your muscles, which means that it will help you digest and soak up the glucose in your system or the blood sugar, clean up your blood sugar a lot better. Now, granted, and and this is going to come up in the tips, but Muscle activation and like depleting your muscles of glycogen or the energy that it has inside to then refuel it can be a really good thing because if you're not depleting the energy that you already have and you're being pretty sedentary for this day, then you are going to be giving your body a lot of energy at your dinner that it doesn't really need or it's not being used up. So then it's just going to get stored in your body. This is also helping you protect your blood sugar. So you are actually using up the energy. You're activating those muscles so that you're not just completely sedentary. So I already have a plan with my trainer. We are training in the morning at 7.30 today. And we're going to get that workout in, not just because I am actually making up a class that I missed, but also I love to work out on days where 
I'm off and the kids are off from school because it's a little bit more laid back. So even if, even if you are the one in charge of dinner, see if you can get, and and I know it's a lot of work and, and it takes a lot of time to cook, but even if it's at home, even if you're like freaking squatting this turkey, <laughs> get your muscles moving. Even if it's a YouTube body weight video, like something, it does not have to take that long. Something is better than nothing. So even if you do 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes in your house, as you're monitoring whatever's in the oven, get it done. Okay. Number three is if you're not in charge of dinner at home or in your place and you're going somewhere else and you have time to do this, bring a veggie dish. Even if it is a beautiful salad that doesn't even take much work that you're getting like the pre-washed spring mix with some cherry tomatoes that you don't need to chop up, some baby cucumbers you don't need to really chop up, like something So that this is tip three, right? So bringing a dish that is a veggie dish, because if I am talking to a Hispanic audience, usually there is a lot of protein and a lot of carbohydrates. Like you have arroz con gandules, arroz blanco, arroz amarillo. So rice and peas, white rice, yellow rice. You have the mashed potatoes. You have the pastelón de plátano maduro. You have pasteles. You have ensalada de papa, ensalada de codito. So the potato salad and, and, and the macaroni salad and all this. So you're just piling on carb overload on your plate. And then you have, let's say, the turkey and you have a pernil and maybe some rotisserie chicken or however it might look like in your home. So you just have a bunch of carbs and don't be telling me that potato salad and macaroni salad is salad. It's not freaking salad. It's just cold, starchy foods. Okay. So I want you to consider adding a green collard greens, you know, and if you're, you're mixing in like American dishes, it's like candied sweet potatoes and, and whatever. I don't know what else, (laughs) mac and cheese, you know? So I am just trying to have you avoid feeling like absolute crap at the end of this meal. All right. And, and other tips are going to fall in line with what I'm saying. So even if you don't have time to make something, maybe picking something up or maybe inquiring about what it is, I love bringing a veggie dish as part of like potluck style dinners because then it guarantees me that I will have some sort of vegetable or green to add to my plate as I enjoy the pernil and the, you know, rice and peas and whatever else I want to add. But I do want to make sure that I'm adding some sort of vegetable with high fiber to my plate as well. So in line with that, tip number four is to balance your plate, okay? So there is a lot of carb-heavy meals, like I just, dishes, like I just mentioned. So if there is some sort of salad there or some sort of green, make sure that you are serving yourself some of that. In addition to, I would, instead of piling on 
every single thing that there is, unless you are absolutely sure it's going to be delicious and you love it, I would first give things a taste test because let's be real, sometimes the potato salad is not as amazing as you anticipated or the macaroni salad or the mac and cheese or whatever else. So I would give it a taste test and see if it's really worth it because then you get stuck with a big pile of whatever it is on your plate and then you feel guilty about throwing it away so then you force eat it you don't feel good and you feel like absolute crap when this could have just been avoided by just trying a little bit so make a little buffet on your plate try everything and then the things you really love then fill up your plate with that in addition to if there is some sort of green there or if it is the the veggie dish that you bring make sure that it takes a good amount of uh, real estate on your dinner plate tip number five move after dinner help your body out this is one of the days that we tend to overeat cool 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 okay but this is the time that everybody whips out the buffet of digestive aids here comes the tums here comes gasex here comes pepto-bismol here comes alka-seltzer here comes you know water with salt and lemon whatever it is right you probably feel extremely bloated or uncomfortable. And number one, it can be avoided by balancing your plate and two, stopping at a time when you feel full and you're not overdoing it. Another thing is by moving after you eat. So help wash the dishes, help pick up the table, play with the little kids, go out for a family walk, take everybody with you, have a dance party, play a game together, like let's say charades that everybody gets a turn to move, play a line dance. I don't know. You come up with something that your family loves to do and for a good 10 minutes after dinner, move your body. And if it's just you, yourself, and yourself, me, myself, and I, then you do it on your own. I would go into the bathroom and do some squats and some marches or some wall push-ups or something to reactivate my muscles and help my body digest the food. Tip number six, if you love the food so much and there is an excessive amount and you want more, take it home with you. Take a doggy bag, bring your own container, wrap that up in aluminum foil, take it with you. You probably have had enough food to get you through the rest of the night. So you most likely are not going to be having seconds unless you're being like you staying up for a good chunk of time, right? then just pack it up. There is no shame in that. Doggy bags are the best. And most of the time, Thanksgiving food tastes better the next day anyway. So have no shame in your doggy bag game and just take it home with you. Number seven, tip number seven, mind your drinks, por favor. Mind your drinks, please. Not only are you eating large amounts of food, large amounts of carb-heavy foods, but hopefully you're balancing your place, so that's not a problem, okay? However, drinks can get you in trouble. 
If you are using mixers like orange juice, cranberry juice, tonic water, um, those pre-bottled sangrias, those super sweet wines, those moscatos, right? What else? Those neon colored margarita mixes, beers, okay? They all add up. And actually, if you're drinking enough of it before you eat or after, it messes up your digestion. It messes up the acidity in your stomach and you just don't digest the food as well. So please be mindful of the mixers of how much sugar you are ingesting because you also have desserts, right? You also have desserts after your dinner and that is something that I actually forgot to include it in the list, but that is actually something I advise for you to taste test as well. I want you to taste things unless you're absolutely sure that is amazing, whether it's drink, desserts, or food, and decide if it is really worth it. Because most of the time we do not enjoy whatever it is that we're having and we have it anyway because we don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings because we're just so accustomed to eating or drinking things that we're really not enjoying to feel like we belong. And it really affects our body and our body has to clean it up anyway. So might as well have something that you are actually enjoying as well. So please mind your drinks. Please mind your desserts. Make sure that they are well worth it and that you're being smart about it. Tip number eight, I want you to observe I want you to observe how you're feeling. I want you to observe how others are feeling. I want you to observe the languages and the conversations that are going on around you and see if you notice anything different. Oftentimes I hear people talking about how awful they feel after a meal, how you know, their doctor told them that there's something new with their high blood pressure, their diabetes, and they're watching what they're eating. They're talking about their weight. They're talking about their clothes. They're talking about how they look. Observe the language. Observe others, especially if these are biological family members of yours who you most likely have predisposed health conditions that might come from your genetic predisposition. So this is a great time to observe what's happening, to observe what other people might or might not be struggling with because this stuff rubs up on us. This kind of conversation, these kinds of thoughts, these kinds of behaviors rub off on us. And I want you to be very clear as to what you want for yourself. How do you want to feel? How do you want to help your gene expression turn out to be? Because you might be predisposed. And if you are going to live the same exact lifestyle as other family members, then yes, for sure, you're going to most likely inherit those diseases as well. But what happens if you are the main person creating generational health 
in your family, just by bringing this one veggie dish, just by encouraging people to move after you eat, right? Those are small things that you can do just by introducing new mixers. You can do that right? You can do that for older generations. You can do that for the younger kids. Don't undermine the influence that you have, but you have to have grit and you have to have strength and you have to have confidence and you need to be firm in what you believe, right? So if you are new to this kind of journey, the main thing I want you to do is observe and tr- and, and come up with who do you want to be, Who do you want to be? How do you want to act? How do you want to show up next year at this time? And what are the kinds of conversations that you want to be part of, you don't want to be part of, or you want to transform within your family, okay? Or within your loved ones. This is the Wealthy Generation podcast, and I want to create wealthy generations who are well, W-E-L-L, okay? I don't want to see everybody struggling at these gatherings. I want everybody to be living a great life rooted in health where everybody's feeling well and the conversations are not around how sick you are and how bad you've gotten and what you need to avoid. How about the conversations turn into how well you're doing and what what habits are you adopting and the new workouts that you're doing, right? We have the power to turn these conversations around. In the same note, on the same like other side, Not everybody is ready to have these conversations. Not everybody is open to have these kinds of conversations and it can become very critical and judgmental. So it is up to you to be the judge of that. I've, I've been on both sides of the conversation and sometimes it is something, a journey and a process that we just need to keep to ourselves at the moment and set that boundary so that we can protect our own wellness. And that is okay too. I do not recommend forcing any of this onto anyone who is not ready, but you really can introduce new habits and new ideas without it being judgmental and forceful. It can really be out of love and out of fun. And people are most more likely willing to participate when it's coming from that energy. Okay. I hope you have an amazing holiday weekend. I hope you are resting. I hope these tips help you. And I cannot wait to see you or be with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Wealthy Generation Podcast. Your time and attention mean the world to me, and I'm truly grateful for your support. Come and join my community over on social media by following me on Instagram at Naomi Jerez, where you'll have access to real-time healthy inspo and see what I'm up to in my own wellness journey on the daily. 
I invite you to keep elevating and evolving your holistic health journey by subscribing to my newsletter at NaomiJerez.com. You'll receive exclusive content, valuable resources, and juicy stories straight to your inbox. But here's the best part. You have the power to spread the W-E-L-L wealth. Share this episode with a human who could benefit from this topic. Together, we can create wealthy generations. I will be back with another exciting episode next week. So make sure to subscribe to Wealthy, W-E-L-L-T-H-Y, Generation Podcast on your favorite platform so you always make time for your wellness. By the way, remember, I am a certified integrative nutrition health coach. I am not a medical professional. This content should be listened to for informational and educational purposes only. None of it should be considered medical advice. Always reach out to a medical professional for your health care needs. Peace out.